Hey girl, it's another episode of Fit Tip Friday, and I want to ask you about your ability to get back into strength training or working out, and have you done that this year? If you haven't, and you really want to get started, there's a great way to get started, and it's just simply with the basics. And there's so much out there. There's so many fitness apps. There's so many so much content that involves workouts, working out exercises. It's so very overwhelming. And so I want to share with you today, let's just keep it simple. Let's go back to the basics. Boring actually works. Basics actually work if you do them consistently. And today I'm going to give you five moves that you can do at home. You don't even need weight to start with to really begin to develop a habit that you can continue with and progress as you get more and more comfortable with the moves. So let's dive in today on this Fit Tip Friday. Stick with me. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, Gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health. This podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. I used to be somewhat addicted to workouts that challenged to the point where in workouts, I would feel nauseous or after the workout, I would feel nauseous. And really over this last year have realized that that is not benefiting my body whatsoever. And if you're somebody who likes orange theory or likes circuit training that is constantly stressing your body and you're doing it multiple times a week, you're probably doing more harm to your body than good. As, as I found out, uh, you know, especially as we age and with our hormones and if we are already stressed out and we're adding these kinds of workouts, these high intensity workouts multiple times a week, it's just not benefiting our body. We're actually working against it. And so I want to share with you just, just some basics. You know, it is so amazing how we can get so sucked into all these fad things that we think are going to work and really it comes down to that the simple things really do work. And it's really about us just being comfortable, being bored, being being in that day to day in, day out, sticking with the simple and understanding that if we keep with it, consistency over time is going to get us results. So I'm going to challenge you today to really um, get these down and begin making these a priority for yourself because you're losing muscle every single year that you age. And if you're not doing anything to, to maintain it or develop it or, you know, get more of it, build it up, if you're not doing those things, you know, over time, then things are going to start to begin to look not so great for your, for your overall health. And so this is super important. I am a, a huge proponent in strength training but also some other things as well. So get a pen and paper and let's take this down. Five movements that you should be, that should be a part of your weekly or daily routine. Number one, number one, hands down is walking. 
we should be making an effort to always be spending some portion of our day taking a walk. And if that means you are parking your car, you know, over the holidays, I went shopping and I had done a little bit of a walk at home, but you know, some days I'm shooting for 10,000 steps and well, most days I try to do that. But this particular day I had parked, went to some grocery stores and had parked in the very far outskirts of that grocery store. And by the time I hit like two o'clock in the afternoon, I had already reached my 10,000 steps. And I thought, gosh, how did I do that so quickly? And I had forgotten that I went to the grocery store and parked way out. Matter of fact, I think I went to two different places and I had to park way out or, or just chose to. Not really thinking about my steps, but like I just wanted to park out there because it was just like, it was just so busy. I didn't want to like drive into all the mess. And how quickly we can add these things into our life, but we don't even like really be inten intentional about it. And so it's so underrated, but it's so highly effective. You, you know, our total energy expenditure throughout the day really is how active we are. It's not like going to the gym for 30 minutes. That's only 30 minutes of our day. So if you go to the gym for 30 minutes in the morning, or you're working out at home for 30 minutes in the morning, but the rest of your day, you're sedentary, like how is that benefiting you? So it's really about activity throughout the day, making sure that you're getting your steps. And you can really do this even with small times that you have, maybe you only have 10 minutes, Maybe you can do a, a walk around the block, or maybe you can, if you've got a treadmill, you, you can jump on the treadmill and do a 10 minute walk after dinner. You know, after meals is fantastic because it helps with digestion. Extra steps wherever you can. Take the stairs instead of the elevator. In the airports, I like to take the, the stairs instead of the escalators. Although my son, he loves escalators. So usually that's not an option, but at least I can go down them versus, uh, and of course, if nobody's on the escalator, you can walk up them, but he certainly likes to ride it. So anywhere you can find that that little piece of of moment where you can just get extra steps, you should always be looking for that. It, and it just gives you breaks in your day if you kind of pencil those in or, or make sure that's a part of your day. If you're feeling a little groggy, if you looked at the computer for way too long at your work and it's like, okay, I need to I need to take a walk, just get up and go take a five minute walk outside, fresh air. It really does you some good. Also helps with stress levels so much so that you can see a real difference in, in your lifestyle if you add walking and prioritize it. So that's number one. Number two, going into strength moves is squatting. You know, I was teaching a class the other day and we, I was talking about squats and we were talking about the form and, you know, we squat every single day, right? We squat to sit in a chair. We have to get up out of it. We squat in the bathroom, right? You know, squatting is a functional move that we all do all day long. Get up, sit down, get up, sit down. And so when we are in incorporating a workout routine, squats should be a part of that routine. We want to develop those muscles so that we can get stronger and that we can feel good and that we can move easier in and out of the chairs that we're sitting in. But being able to, to do that, because over time, you're going to lose the ability because your muscles aren't strong enough. And so really starting with body weights, starting with body weight squats is great. Some people call them air squats. You can also add dumbbells to that, but making sure that you're doing it properly is key. You can do single leg. You can do single leg. They're called Bulgarian split squats. And you can do a single leg squat once you advance, but but beginning with, with um, 
just both legs and just simply sit. So like you're sitting back in a chair, you're just squatting down, sitting back in a chair and doing sets of three, maybe 12 to 15 reps. And you, you work that in. If you have knee issues, don't, don't go that deep. Just take it down maybe halfway, really beginning to strengthen. You know, knee pain can be helped by strengthening the muscles around the joint. So obviously everybody's is different. So if you really have knee ma major knee issues, then maybe you need to see a doctor before you start the, uh, certainly before you start a workout routine. But, you know, if it hurts your knees to squat, maybe you only need to go down halfway. That still will work. Now, the second or the third, the third exercise is push-ups. And ladies, I know that uh, most ladies do not like push-ups because their upper bodies are weak. And I am one of those people. I struggle with push-ups. I can bust out maybe about six before I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't keep going. Uh, they're very challenging for me, but my goal is to really be able to get strong enough. And you can with consistency over time, you can get strong enough to do push-ups on your toes. I used to do them on my knees forever, but now I've advanced to my toes and it's a process. It is, it is a process, but it's again, consistency can make that work. And I say push-ups because it's kind of like the squat for your lower body. It's, it's really hitting a lot of muscle group. It's hitting your chest. It's working your triceps. It's working your core. You are getting some overall upper body effort with, with a push-up. And so start small, do them on the wall, like, you know, tilt your body so that your feet are away from the wall, but your hands are on the wall. And then you're just bringing your chest in and pushing up. That's your level one. Level one is wall push-ups. Level two might be a, a push-ups on a bench. Here at home, I use an ottoman. You might use a coffee table. Push-ups on a bench and then progressing down to the floor. Maybe you can't do them on your toes yet. Maybe you need to do them on your knees for a little bit. Try to try to do as many on your toes as you can and then transition to your knees. That's how I started. Start on the toes. Maybe you can only get one rep. Maybe you can only get a half a rep. Keep working towards that. And understanding that it's okay that you can't do them. Because if you don't train something, you don't train part of your body, how, how do you expect it to be strong? When we, when we don't do anything, our bodies are not used to it. So give yourself some grace, give yourself some time and be persistent and consistent with it. The, number, the, the fourth one is your plank. This really is a great total overall core workout or core exercise to benefit the entire core area. That's your lower back. That's, that's all of your abs. And it really does help stabilize you in, in all of life, right? Your core is really where your balance comes from. Uh, this, the plank can also help with low back pain, but developing that core strength is super important because you want to ma maintain your balance. You want to be able to, to not trip on that curb when you don't see it. And you're able to kind of bring yourself upright because your, your core is strong. You know, there's lots of things in life that we use our core for that we don't realize and using the plank is a great way to develop that core strength and start start with those variations. Start with level one, being on your knees. Just make sure that your body is completely in, a, in one straight line, like your shoulders, your hips, and your knees all should be one straight line. Your bum shouldn't be in the air and your, you shouldn't be sagging to the floor. So this is a great way to really strengthen that core. 
And the fifth one is to develop a routine of stretching or yoga. If you don't like yoga, then then at least spend like five or six minutes stretching. Maybe that's sitting there while you're watching TV, just even getting on the floor, doing some hamstring stretch, doing some hip stretches. You know, there's so many resources out there. Being able to move your body in a way that stretches is going to help your flexibility, going to help your joints. You're going to feel so much better, but it's also stress relieving. Stretching and yoga, these kind of movements is really great for our parasympathetic nervous system, calming us down. Stretching is a great way to kind of bring it down the day. So maybe you find a stretching routine before you go to bed. It's a it's a great way to kind of finish off your day. You're going to keep those joints feeling feeling much better when they're they're moving and they're mobile and you've got that flexibility and really training flexibility is just like training a muscle. You know, you get better over time. So, if you can't touch your toes sitting on the floor with your legs out in front of you, give yourself some time to progress into that posture. And if you've ever taken any yoga classes, it's not about pain. It's about progress. It's about slowly moving into a position and posture. Even just five minutes a day is going to help you. You'll feel much better. So do your body a favor. These five exercises, these five movements, walking, number one, squats, push-ups, planks, and stretching or yoga, you don't need a gym to do these. So stop making excuses for yourself. Get yourself a plan. Follow that plan. If you need help with your plan, I would love to help guide you give you some suggestions, get you on your way to really starting to feel good um, in your body, but also just your body is going to feel so much better if you don't, if you're not already doing some strength. So reach out to me, Tara J, T-A-R-A-J at dietditching.com or come into our Facebook group, She Breaks Free and connect there with others who are like-minded. And I'm just so thankful for you and listening. So I pray that this has blessed you and you've gotten a little something from it. And I challenge you to get out there and do it. Take care. God bless. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcast and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.